What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. And today we have very special guests. You see, they are in uniform, so this means business, right? So we have two lovely people from all the way from Ipoh this morning, right? We have Mr. Raymond and Miss May from Reda Perak State, right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you can introduce yourself and maybe say hi to everybody. Hi. Good morning. Yeah. My name is Raymond Chan. I am the uh, chairman of Reda Perak which stands for Real Estate Housing Developer Association. Mm. Of which, Reda Pera, we have got uh, 117 members of uh, developers uh, in the association, mm. which actually represent about three to 400 members, uh, companies, uh, mm. which uh, one company, we have uh, three or four development companies. So, Reda, I'm surprised that uh, a lot of people are not rich. Uh, what is Reda? Reda actually is the association to promote and to coordinate housing development inclusive of properties, residential, commercial, uh, factory industries and all. Okay. And also, uh, role of radar is also to coordinate and to have dialogues with the state authorities, the state agencies on problems that we encounter in the industry. And uh, what's the criteria of uh, to join radar for setting, first of all? Any licensed developer can join radar. We went through the, the applicant, uh, go through the, whether they were records and all that. And once it's approved by the committee, it will be sent to Breda HQ. How many branches are there? Uh, we have got uh, Para, Penang, uh, Kedah Police, two states in one. Mm. Kelantan, Trengganu, Pahang. Of course, down south is, of course, uh, Langhor, Wilaya, Negeri, and Johor. Sabah, Sarawak is a different association. They go Shida and Sharida. Mm. Okay. I, was going, I was invited to Shida also, yeah. but, but the landlord is different, so I didn't go. Yeah, they, 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 so different, they are guided by a different uh, yeah, land, land legislation. Mm. All right. So, welcome. Welcome to the show. It feels so good to be here. <laughs> Are we a bit nervous? <laughs> <laughs> no problem. No problem. It, it, feels, it feels very different, right? Yeah. Sitting on the, the yeah, other right, side, right? Then right. me, yourself, like... Uh, I'm also from Ipoh. Mm. And also, I'm a member of a Reda Para branch. We, as a, in Para Reda branch, we are trying to bring back the property exhibition for all participating developers to come in and showcase their latest development and projects so that the public is like one-stop center for them to go around and find what is the latest trend, what are the properties for sale, you know, that can fit their budget. Mm. First, uh, for Para, generally, most popular are all landed properties, as you know, because Para got plenty of land bank, yep, right? Yep, yep, yep. And somehow, people actually prefer a landed properties. They have no choice when they buy into a high-rise, you know, for maybe investment purpose or yeah, yeah, yeah. near to city center there's no land to be developed so but they want to stay in the city center to go to their workplace easily mm. no don't get caught in a traffic jam that's where the demand for high rise signal in April currently also there are now a lot of high rises coming up so now for those uh, most developers in Para will concentrate on landed properties but generally in Ipoh, the properties here are very affordable compared to other states. Mm. Here we have about affordable homes price range of 250000 and below that will fit the most, uh, how to say, the disposal income of most people who want to buy a house. And you have a good uh, place to stay in the sense that the cost of living is generally lower than other states. Yep. So actually have a quality lifestyle. And you have fresh air, sunshine, or whatsoever, right? That was the <laughs> exact example, right? That I use a lot of people, you know, KL people, oh, we all move away from KL. So that definition alone is so vague. A lot of people, hey, KL is expensive, we move away. La. How is that far away from KL? Then a lot of people, oh, I move back to Kampong and go to Rawang. It's still expensive, huh? 
Yeah. Never mind. So I to go back straight away to Ipoh. Right. Right. And and now with the convenient connectivity. Uh, yeah. Uh, Are you guys travel like how was the I drive like? Oh, it's smooth. There's no traffic. Hours, yeah. And that actually revolutionized the entire interstate though. Because my mentor was building the NKV and oh, North South okay. Highway. So he was telling me the days before the highway was around. Uh, you know, a like young kid, where got such thing, right? Like highway. But now Ipoh's, uh, how is the Ipoh's airport? Uh? Is it like... Well, we um, uh, have been many plans to promote, uh, to get to upgrade the port. But unfortunately, because of the... Runway, the length of the runway, a bigger place may have that. Mm. A lot of uh, promotion. But I think that will change. Yeah, recently they are trying... Plan, yeah. plan to have another airport. In Sri Iskandar. That was talked mm. about many years ago, but it has yet to materialize. But in the meantime, the current airport, which is in Ipoh, they are trying to bring in a direct flight between uh, Ipoh and Bangkok. Oh, uh, Singapore won't happen already. Happened long time ago. Mm. And earlier, we have direct flight to Langkawi. I really enjoyed the flight. You know why? It only takes me half an hour to reach mm. Langkawi. Yeah. So it was the best. But I think due to whatever reason now, mm-hmm. the flight apparently has been cancelled. Another one is, of course, the uh, train, uh, the train yeah. ETS. Uh, it's oh. so very convenient. I'm from Taiping. Uh, and uh, to go to KL, you don't drive. You just take a train from Taiping to KL, mm-hmm. an express, a uh, Korea Express. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very convenient. It's just three hours. You just go to KL, arrive KL, get a grab, a taxi or whatever. And yeah. do your work. And the next evening, you come back. Mm-hmm. Soon I've got a carton friend who does it every week. He travels by yeah. train. You don't need to drive. So this is one good thing about the transportation, the improvement of transportation, which is Correct. infrastructure. So it makes buying a property in Iraq. More uh, healing. Uh, yeah, more healing. More healing. Oh. As you see, let me see that uh, prices in uh, Iraq is still affordable. Yep. A single-story terrace house landed is, uh, depending on the location, that's within about 200 or 1,000 to 300,000 single-story. Mm. Then so, for the mass bucket. Uh, yeah, this mass bucket. Uh, so our, our definition of affordable homes in Pierang is 250,000 and below. Mm. Yeah. Of course, the other segment of the houses like the B40, the low cost and this cost, uh, medium cost, which is called Paraku 1 and Paraku 2. Fumbo Mili is Paraku Tiga. Or Paraku. Yeah, Paraku. Yeah, just like your slang or cool. So that one is the these two are actually um, uh, under the government. They control the buyers. Uh, mm. You know, whoever developers build low cost and medium cost will be given to this lembaga perumahan hatara perak LPHP, which is similar to LPHS. Yeah, of which uh, Reda is also represented in the board of uh, directors. So, so coming back to Reda, right? Just how you just bring through generally, but in layman terms, right? What does radar do? Like, like, like I was in a development group before, right? As then people say, hey, who want to join radar? No, everybody. <laughs> no, we got, we got time to actually go and do radar. But actually, what's the... Actually, actually the radar role is actually to promote and to coordinate all these housing uh, developments that uh, developers do. Mm. And then we also uh, have a lot of dialogues you know, a lot of uh, engagement with the, the government department and the uh, government uh, agencies. Uh, for example, we've got problems with, um, this is more on the developer side, on the, mm. on the water supply, on the Tanaga National Supply, on Inda Water Telecommunication. So, and also the state policies. Mm. So, uh, state policies of uh, imposing low-cost house for developer, uh, medium-cost house uh, developer, how many units, what is the density, what's the built area. All these are under the Lembaga Perumahan. Of which Reda engage. Reda is also a member of the Slimbaga Purmahan. So, uh, the role of Reda is actually to coordinate 
whatever policies and the uh, and it's the state of the state mm. yeah to give more developers a mm-hmm. voice yeah. yeah then yes yes that's right we, and when we talk about government services government agencies they oh right now every most of the government services we ha- engage with that recently we have engagement with the uh the Niger national we have for uh, the engagement with um, uh in the water mm. every month visually every month we have all this engagement with this so that we know what's the latest policies, what are the, the compliance, what are the latest policy. If we are not agreeable, we just voice that we are not agreeable. With that, we may be counter-proposed. To add to that further, for private developers, why do you want to join Radar, for example? So when we join, we get to know the first-hand information about the policies that's going to be implemented or so ever. Uh-huh. And should the developers have any problem with their own project, by going to Radar, it will kind of solve their problem faster than or amplify it at least yes 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 and if we cannot solve any of our problems probably bring it up to radar hopefully then they can connect with the government agencies of so mm-hmm. the local authority to bring forward the developers problem and hopefully you will have a fruitful solution we, which actually yes. uh, represent about three four hundred developers company in perak <laughs> i'm very fortunate that i'm doing this youtube channel right in malaysia why? Because Malaysia have around 2,000 over-developers. Yeah. Yeah. The last I checked right, is 2217. But it's because of the nature of the Senyuan Berhats. Yeah. Yeah. It's one mother company, but they got like 20 over. Yes, correct. Yeah. Correct, yeah. Like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, to me, it's like endless jobs. Yeah. I can change yeah. it more than that, Sean. Because uh, if you look at the licenses, uh, I think about 20,000. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I already consolidated yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, correct. correct. So that's why, like, uh, I think it's important that why I have radar here today, and uh, from a public standpoint, as a consumer, right, there's not much correlation with radar. Correct. As a buyer. As a buyer, no. That's right. why, so because radar basically look after the interests of the developers. Mm. They do not participate in the management of the uh, developers. Up to developers who handle the house buyers. Yeah. So if the house buyer face any problem, the developer that is uh, not within the purview of radar, yeah. it's up to them to you know settle with the yeah. house buyer association or whatsoever. Bring it to tribunal. Yeah. Also yeah. behind the chat just now, like everyone thought that developers make a lot of money. Our profit margin is the best, right? But actually, not all. So on surface, because always the media, we want to show people we we produce good work, we have good results, right? Or shareholders and that was a big force. Yeah. Um, but but deep down we bleed, also we cannot let people know. Yeah. So I think like agency like Radar, it's a voice, yes. or especially for smaller ones. Yes, yes, correct. Like for public, also a lot don't know that developer for maybe thirty shop offices is already a developer. Correct. Yes, yes, Steve. Any development more than four units, you would have a license, a developer license from the Ministry of Housing. Mm. So any units, any businessman who wants to develop more than four units, they must register as a developer. Mm. For residential. Yeah. For residential houses. Not for industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For commercial, but for residential houses. So if you want four units and above, built for auntie, uncle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you do four or, or two and three uh, <laughs> to avoid all the regulatory. What's interesting also today, why is, like, the KL branch is reached out to me, so KL branch. But anyway, the like why I'm interested with Bayer, because I'm from Ipoh also, but it's always a blind spot, especially when we talk about property investment. Correct, yes. Uh, if, even if you look into the top, well, performing real estate market in Malaysia, right? Uh. Number one is Sabah. Mm. Number two is KL. Number three is Penang. Yeah. And Penang and KL yeah. always switch. Yeah. 
But Sabah is like a whole different game altogether. Correct. But then Ipoh ah, Melaka ah has always been like the focus on tourism only. True. Huh? Oh, but uh, but the, my last trip to Ipoh, then suddenly I see a lot of high rises. Like you say, uh, I see two to three high rises a week. That's why it's very exciting. Though, if yeah. I can go and check out a few lah. But yes. what's the sentiment like in the market right now? Like for, from your point of view, sentiment of uh, uh, market pro- market property market. Yeah, for the outlook of this year two zero two three is uh, we are saying stagnant. Mm. But next year we're looking at uh, we also just what. Cautiously optimistic. So we're looking at it uh, with the economy, you know, open up and all that. Uh, we look at it picking up. Mm. But having said that, the cost of material, the cost of uh, labor costs and all that has increased quite drastically. Pre-COVID and post-COVID. If you can put a percentage to it, how many? It's, it's actually um, average out. Like. Average 20 or 30%. Right. I, I heard door frames double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those, a lot of the uh, costs. Bricks, uh, cement, uh, uh, steel bars have gone up and down. It just fluctuates, but yeah. it's even uh, still higher than the pre-COVID. Mm. So everything has gone up. Labor costs have gone up also a lot. So the cost of houses will never be reduced. Will never go down yeah. because of your land costs, your labor costs, your building material costs, your compliance costs, mm. inflation. So always every year. I mean, been the developer property development for the last forty years. Forty years. <laughs> Single-story terrace houses, Sean, those days uh, in Taiping was selling, we started at 39,000. A single-story normal terrace house is 39,000. Okay. Now it's 250,000. 39,000 then, right? How was the loan like? Uh? It's the same, actually. All this year is the same. 39, I mean, those days, uh, 39,000, the banks will still give you 80%, 90%. Uh, Some banks will give 100%. What's the interest rate like, you remember? Oh, I forgot all so long ago. Uh, if Actually, the interest rates were up and down. So I don't need yeah. figure because my, my aunt, the, the earliest date I have in mind was 12. It was quite high to do stakes at 12, then 12%, 10 years. Yeah. When your neighbor get, whoa, you got 10 years or so, I got eight only. <laughs> but it was that hard. Like. It's normally uh, not too early. Uh, you say, oh, oh, buy. You don't buy now. Mm. You buy later. Prices will always go up. Yeah. Years and years. It was, every time it was a graduate. But in a smaller town, not like the big cities where you goes up. Right, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. In the small town, Ipoh, Taiping, Kuala Kangsa, Manjong, mm. all these are gradual. Mm. Primary price gradual because, as you say, land costs, building costs, material costs, and compliance costs. One of those also increase the price of properties with compliance costs. The, 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 it's not for investors. Mm. That's why you don't see the price. Through. There's not as much flipping. Yes, correct. correct. So, yeah. so valuation-wise, it's very hard yeah. to gauge also. Because everybody, the last transaction came to like five years yeah. ago. Right. So like the like for example to spur the economy and all that, mm. you know, the Tajamanim? Uh, yes. They've got ten billion USD, uh, USD coming in. From Chicken. Kili and Proton. Mm. Now they're shifting a lot of the uh, operation from Shalam to yeah. Tajamanim. But they are very scared, aren't they? Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Why did <laughs> it happen before? Uh? <laughs> 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 But now they're talking about producing EV cars now. Which I know. But to me also, like, EV cars is a whole different topic altogether. Talking about, like, pay, right? But I think that's one thing that uh, a lot of friends in Singapore, especially when they buy a lot of, actually a lot of people, folks, work in Singapore. Then they watch my channel there. Then every time when they go back, right, then they tell me how beautiful Ipoh is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, uh, 
there's one thing that a lot of people don't understand like the domestic tourism in Malaysia is very active so when you go to Taipei especially like the hotel need to pre-book one yeah, yeah, yeah. because there's a shortage of hotel, uh, hotel rooms yeah. so during the peak season you can't get rooms yeah. which is insane eh? like sometimes one wedding uh, or auspicious yeah. date like four weddings ongoing uh. everywhere no even the dodgiest hotel also for homestay comes in uh, everybody goes in to book homestays that's why yeah, it's actually flourishing in, in, in Taipei. A lot of homestays come in yeah. up because people, you know, the whole family, they send a homestay, they mm. go and do whatever. You know, Cost-wise, it's uh, maybe cheaper because if you have to get so many rooms, you just have a homestay. Mm. Everybody's in, a, in a one, one unit, got three, four rooms. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. that is the, the, the trend now. Also, some friends who reach out to me, especially government servants, I always advise them to get posted back to where their parents are. It's true, uh, which is like Vera and all. Yeah. Vera is salary the same one, ma. You get posted back. So yeah, yeah. Becomes yeah, a pensioner's town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Taiping is a pensioner's town actually. So they yeah. come and tell me, Sean, I cannot tahan and we slow. Eh. I, got, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people with the kind of mark. The internal joke about oh, I'm a Ipoh flirt, so I can say right. Ipoh flirt always yum chow and all. Yes, nothing better to do. <laughs> so <laughs> many tapping <laughs> coming up. Come on. Come to KL where we will work like eight to ten o'clock PM for Ipoh flirt. So five o'clock sure. Oh work life balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also because also one thing small town there are less traffic. Here you go get out, you have the one hour jam to the office. So you have to get a very early morning. One hour is very good really. Like. Yeah, really? Yeah. And then after work you have to wait until seven, seven something, only you start going back. Yeah. So you mean the travelling time is Yeah, yeah, I'll say yeah, yeah. Again, like I stay around Pujong. Pujong yeah. to Pujong is one hour. Wow, goodness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Be kind of. Or no, normal. Like normal, normal is like half an hour. Girl, uh, Pujo is, they say big. Really, la, but the traffic is just terrible. Mm. Like, like you Mong Kera also, like now we are in Mong Kera, right? Sometimes Mong Kera, the Mong Kera is still one hour. Right? So, for your friends, what are their attractions to stay in all these highly uh, congested areas as opposed back to their hometown, say, in Perak? I think the main difference will be their state of ambitions. I mean, like, like now at like 30, you are, this is the golden time you yeah. create something. Correct. Right? Yeah. You'll make money, make me, yeah. right? It's like, but then if you are your own business or they do agency, they run their own uh, insurance agency, creative agency, whatever, time is a bit more free. So they come to KL maybe once or twice in a week. Yes. Then they will get like the same price. Like let's say we, they talk about our conversation was 800,000. Eight hundred thousand, we get a uh, seven hundred fifty square feet yes. house around KL and a three bedroom. Wow, mm. three bedrooms, yeah. very small, very very small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very small rooms. For Ipoh, generally can get about thousand four thousand eight square feet, yeah, double yeah. story terrace, landed properly some more. Yep. Then some, if you get lucky, you go older ones, right? Yeah. It's like you can sell second-hand cars. Yeah. yeah. The compound. Correct. Correct. Per house is like half an acre, one acre. Oh, and, uh, yeah. So yeah, very familiar. And then I drive back. Uh, why don't I just settle down here? In, yeah, and, and that's always the debate. Uh. Yeah. So if uh, my advice to all these people is always to look for alternatives. Yeah, like, true. That's a metric about quality of life. life. It's not based on the money you have, but based on the, the life. The happiness that you have, you, your yeah, sister. Yeah. So the internal, not internal, but I think I put it up. The satisfaction of life. Yeah. So the, the sad thing about KL folks now is uh, when you want landed, because it's the dream house of yeah, yes. We buy slightly further away from the city. Oh, but then 
everyday Travel. traveling to the traveling yeah. Yeah, one way. Correct. Uh, so all your time spending on the road. Exactly. So they like a uh, a nine o'clock meeting in KL. They leave house at five thirty. Precisely. Then when after meeting eight o'clock, right? Might as well don't go back because you go back also ten. Then, uh, then you, if you leave at nine, you leave, you reach home also ten. Ten. So what's the point of having a house then? That's why everybody right. settles in the city. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh. So then and then the house you like don't know what to do. Then you put as a dream home. People overspend on their renovation also. Correct. Yeah. Then there is a whole different story. I can go very deep in that. Uh, but I think in, in, in Ipoh, there is a very different context. Like if you can just decide as a family to take a step back. Uh, like let's say now, husband and wife work in KL and we barely make it through every month. Why don't we just step back? Right? Okay, yeah. dear wife or dear husband, see who makes more. Uh, right? Then you just settle the family in. Uh, in Penang or Ipoh or Taiping. This actually happening a lot of uh, couples are happening. They have a, uh, weekends back here and then they travel. People travel from Taiping to KL to work. Yep, yeah, yep. But the train now, like I was saying, yeah, yeah. three hours. Will be the high speed rail, then the much better, right? Softer, uh, yeah. the traveling time. Then <laughs> info properties or para properties will boom, definitely. Because of the if high speed will happen. <laughs> both Singapore and Malaysia Correct. will boom. Yeah, right. Yes. I have so many investors who bought land already around the proposed. Ah, no problem. I'm not. Sure, I see my land. No, I bought already. Then like, oh, tajadi. Then they all like. But anyway, uh, that's why I really see a lot of potential, especially from uh, Ipoh folk. Then like, I'm looking at my mom also. So my mom stays around Shalam. Oh. Then the family is still in Ipoh. That's why like the pace suits there. Weekdays only. Yeah. Weekends is a different creature altogether, Ipo. Yeah, right. It weekends like everything. A lot of tourists is so packed nowadays, you know, yeah, especially yeah. the uh Dubai Lane in Old Town. Yeah, everything is like free. Oh <laughs> yeah, in a way like chewing up. It's just a small small <laughs> lane. Yeah, yeah. Pack it's so packed. You know it, it booms uh, it boosts the economy of Ipo, you know, the, the food la, the service industry la, you know, everything. I like so, it, I think it gives a, a lot of opportunity to young folks in Ipo. Yeah. So, yeah to, if you to can start doing business, to, yeah. To tap like yeah. anything on from Ipo or something can got yeah. a selling point. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I see overrated. Typing <laughs> 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 overrated. Yeah. Uh, typing uh, goreng pisang. Sorry, I don't get you. Uh, I seriously don't understand. Uh, but but I like the zoo. Typing, I like the zoo. Yeah, it's, it, it is a bit it's small, but it's just mm. nice. Actually, it's, it's well maintained. Yeah, yeah, well maintained. Yeah. Our not it's not the zoo itself, Sean. It's actually typing. Yeah. Uh, nice safari, but in the lake gardens. Yeah, we are one of the water, one of the best lake gardens around. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's very thin. You, you know, a lot of people. It's just nice, but we took things for granted when you're there every day. We are there. We say, I think, but when people come in from my friends from overseas or from our station, they come say, "Wow, so nice lake garden, mm. beautiful." You jog one round, big round, is three point three kilometers. So every morning you see people jogging, evening you see people jogging, going up the Maxwell Hill, hiking yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. So it is a pensioner style, very uh, slow moving. Very slow moving. So feedback. So people buy. Actually, we get a lot of buyers from uh, from outstation from KL the cities buy. They are from Taiping, just like yeah, 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 yeah. From Taiping, they they just invest in the house, mm. which is actually uh, very affordable for them. Yep, yep, yep. And then later on, but for the parents, and later on, they want to come back to stay, whatever. So, so I, I like to me by forty five. I always tell people by forty five only our truly like own uh, house. You know, I just rent everywhere I stay. That's a better uh, option, in fact. Yeah, but this yeah. city more like for pay up, yeah. huh? It got me uh, <laughs> rent. Yeah, yes. no, I think <laughs> makes more sense. It makes no sense, but from a KL standpoint, like for yeah. like even forty five, forty eight. Okay, you know, I 
I want to take a step back already. Uh, made my money. Okay, enough. It's like Singapore coming to Malaysia to retire. Uh, from KL, we can move to Taiping to retire. But then you must remember, uh, after so many years, uh, property price has gone up by so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, developer, I haven't seen that. Uh, so, <laughs> so me, I live, uh, elaborate a bit of our market, so many people are coming in. Yeah, you know, the, uh, I'll just go in there. Yeah, so, yeah. so Mapex includes, like, if it's for Perak branch, right? It includes the entire Perak, is it? Yes. Yes, yes. We have uh, uh, exhibitors from smaller towns, from Taiping. Around how many? Uh, from Kuala Kansa. Total 35. 35, like this one. We have 35. Yeah. 35 boots. Uh. Mm. Back to pre pandemic, when we held it in year 2019, it was slightly about 40 something. But post pandemic, because there's still a lot of uh, confidence issue. Maybe, but now it's actually picking up. Mm-hmm. Most of the terms are the assistance stop, they're really calling it all sold out. So it's more of new projects coming on the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then uh, because the pickup rate now is uh, slowly coming back, that's why we are organizing Marpex again to let all the developers to showcase our latest project. After yeah. three years, uh, I guess 2019 was the last, then 2020, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this year, we it's a comeback. So it's actually, Marpex yeah. is actually organized by all the states. Mm. Uh, Reda, and uh, you can see that this coming September, October, November, all the other states are holding it. Mm. It's actually it's a place where showcase of all the properties that people want to buy. They have got uh, maybe something to attract them, some lucky draws, some offers, some discounts, whatever. Mm. And of course, maybe you can elaborate on the, the I mean, key thing. Ownership. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh. And also, we have the banks. We have got three major banks who have also participating in this uh, banks in Perak. Mm. So we got thirty-five boots and three banks, and also the uh, government agencies. We have got uh, Lembaga Perumahan also showcasing their their product this year, the products yeah. Mm. And uh, what's the big name developers that people participate Okay, it's Anmeliki. I think most of the public have known that no. it's for first-time house buyer. When you buy a property that is below 500,000, mm. you will get 400% stamp duty exemption on the transfer practice as well as for the loan. Mm. So therefore, for first-time house buyers, we tend to save a lot in terms of uh, stamp duty and transfer as well as the stamp duty on a loan agreement if they will take a loan. Uh, but the condition is for developers, you must give a minimum of 10% discount to the house buyer. Mm. Uh, wow, compulsory that. Compulsory. I just like, just like HOC like for the uh, stamp duty assumption. Mm. So even let's say my product is seven hundred thousand. So long as I sell below five hundred thousand, four nine 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 nine, you're entitled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that is one of the conditions. No one you care. Um, that a lot. your SPA sale and purchase agreement is has to be stamped between first of July twenty twenty two to thirty first of December twenty twenty three, end mm. of this year. But then the agreement will stand one month thereafter, which will be thirty first of January twenty twenty four. Right. Now, if buyers were to buy a property that's worth between 500,000 and 1 ringgit to 1 million, then the remission in the stamp duty is 75%. So, it's still quite a substantial saving. Uh, stamp duty for 500,000. Okay, the first 100,000 is 1%, is 1,000. Next 100,000 is 3%, 9,000. They save 9,000. A lot of money is a lot. Yeah. And then yeah. the stamp duty loan, so you take a 90% loan maximum, mm. 450,000 times 0.5% will be how much? Uh? Mm. Plus. Uh, yeah. so you save your money there. Mm. But this is only for the first house buyers. Because the home ownership can be actually ended 
Yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. that one actually increase a lot of uh, sales revenue for most housing developers. But that's one thing though. Like again, uh, so like why I want to really like appreciate you guys coming over to share what Radar does, right? After I came out from the development scene, I realized there's a information gap, a great oh. one. We are in that okay. own bubble, right? Oh, we are doing a lot of things. I got a home, got I Miliki, Radar, uh, 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 whatever, right? Uh, yeah, go to my friends, right? Hey, you know why is this? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we thought everybody knows. That's so why you say yeah. the topic, the topic is on this. What's one swash? We thought it's a public knowledge. Yeah. So that's the huge gap. And and like I'm from a developer's standpoint. And my, my friends are all developers. I don't know. So many emails, hey, I Miliki, why only so limited? Uh? Uh, hope, uh, what do you mean by but hope? Correct. Uh, uh, then, like, you think I government, mate? I'm a YouTuber, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's why this, this, this connection that becomes very important so I can delegate back. Mm. A lot of people like, hey, how is typing? Uh, how is this project? How whatever, right? I don't know. Let me send to Raymond, though. No? Oh. Mm. Uh, oh, I send to Mail. Oh, it, it, uh, oh, uh, yeah. So, all this kind of thing. Useful yeah, to the channel and, uh, when is uh, Mapex going to be held? On the 6th of October to 8th of October, 6, 7, 8, Friday to Sunday, will be held at Ipoh Parade. Mm. One of the largest shopping mall in Ipoh, yeah, yeah. you know, and that in terms of uh, location is very... Parking at all, everything, all set down. So it's a three days event. Yeah, yeah. and so we will in between have a lot of interesting talks as well Yeah, to draw in the crowds yep, of yep, people yep. for developers who are participating and also most developers who have some form of a special attractive discount or so ever apart from the unlimited thing so that people when they come to Mapex and buy during this period they have special privileges as well as we also have plucking draws from them they have sponsors from uh, from bronze to platinum tier yeah, yeah. depending on how much they want to sponsor that this will kind of uh, help to defray certain of the expenses mm -hmm. Then we'll try to also talk about, now we're talking about sustainability in real estate. Yeah. So we also can green RE, which is a green uh, building in yeah. fact they're talking about, to come in to give you a talk to inform the public about how buyers can benefit from buying a green RE building. Mm. Because we are talking about carbon net zero by year 2050. So everybody has to play a part in reusing the carbon footprint. So as developers, we are so responsible in a certain way. When we design the building, we make sure that, you know, the airflow, the, the, the utilization of the energy is lesser by providing solar panels, harness the natural energy, and also like for construction materials, where you throw the disposal, and then rainwater harvesting system, we are talking about recycle, reuse, and whatsoever, right? So all this will help to address the climate change right now. Because every year we're talking about increasing of about 1 to 1.5 degree. So the cause about all these global warming, that's mm. why you have like natural disasters such as landslide, yep, earthquake yep. or whatsoever, or flash flood. So if the whole world will to address this issue positively, therefore it will at least help to mitigate the damage that has been mm, done mm. by human beings. You just yeah. reminded and me of my entire degree. Yeah. I did architecture. Oh. My, my, my images in green. Oh, All right. Very interesting. So, so I need to half out MS1525. Five and all. Front and back. What is the 1525? Yeah. So, so it's the. Let's not talk about it. Like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, it's like the window, I need to know what's the heat Because quite right. Quite right. Well, it's it's a lot of population, yeah. you know. Uh, well, well, well yeah. coming back to that, uh, Sean. Uh, I believe to be a deliberation on the Green RE. Mm. Green RE is set up by Radar HQ, mm. Radar Malaysia rather. 
as a certification tool or buildings, green buildings, we have got the uh, uh, bronze, silver, gold, and platinum, mm. right? It was uh, 10 years ago when we had this started uh, green RE, green renewable energy. So this uh, is now being used by a lot of state governments and also a lot of developers to rate their building, green building, where they get a certification. There are a lot of criteria to rate the green. Yep. Yeah. So uh, this is one of the two now radar uh, Malaysia is now uh, promoting also. And actually it's been used by lots of developers. Yeah. Big boys and small, mm. you know, even even now coming back to Pera, we have got quite a few now who we do it. The biggest one that we did was uh, Better C in London. Mm. But my, so my question then, like, what's the difference between GBI and GRE? Uh, Oh, this is a different body. body. So yeah, yeah. So, so it's actually, I think GBI is Singapore. Yeah, GBI is Singapore. The other one is. Uh, there are three or four. There are three or four. Yeah, yeah. There are three or four. Yeah, yeah, three or four. Uh, but uh, Reda under Green Re, Green Ari, yeah, is actually now getting a lots and lots of uh, certification. Mm. Uh, it's actually recognized by quite a few state government. Okay. The last was in Penang, Penang mm. Real Estate Government, recognized Green IE. Also meant for assisting building, mm. especially old buildings, how can they, instead of demolish the whole building, they're trying to do about retrofitting, yeah. you know, so as to reduce less carbon footprint as well. Mm. Breda Row is also one of these oh. green uh, uh, environment. Yeah. And also, uh, there's a Reda uh, Institute where we have education on construction and methods of construction and research. Huh? Really? research yeah yeah yes 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 we have we, we provide uh, uh, yeah, courses yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know that's why this Veretta is actually playing a very big role mm. yeah I only been to your PJ branch I think that's the HQ la. yeah uh, yes Glana Jaya Glana Jaya is our yeah. HQ it, it is a, wow very cool that's all yeah. I, I didn't get to go in and all that, that is, I think it's a goal is it goal is it goal I go goal yeah 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 <laughs> okay, so I think uh, for those who are in Pera or for those who want to take a vacation, a long weekend there, go visit your family and friends or just go to the night safari or whatever, right? You can stop by to Maybex then. I will just put the... Do you need registration or just... No, it's, it's free. It's just walking. Yeah. yeah, I think I'll just put the details down below in the description. And this is just like... I know, I know we didn't need to do this, but as from a personal table. When did you buy your first property? Yo, you say you are in this field for years. <laughs> wow, you need to ask this. <laughs> yeah, a long, long time ago, actually, my first house was uh, a house in uh, a single-story terrace house mm. uh, developed by the own company. Oh. yeah, it's 1978. That was my first property. Yeah, how much was it? The single-story corner lot uh, is about forty, fifty, or thousand. Are you still holding it today? No, we sold it. Uh, so so it, the, the houses actually, those days I said, the houses priced, single story is 39000 So it's a corner lot because mm, my yeah, previous yeah. company. So we picked, we had a nice lot. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I would pay maybe forty or 50000 uh, Then subsequently sold. Mm. Yeah. Then when other properties come in, you know, that was my first property in 1978. Wow. Uh, personally, are you heavy in investment for property? Yes, I do invest yeah. properties in commercials, in, in, in land, in uh, mostly in Beira also or everywhere? KL. Yeah. KL. Oh, yeah. <laughs> KL. Uh, yes, it is a KL. Yeah. This is an investment channel. In there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget. Yourself, where was your first property? Wow, that was like about uh, 15 years ago. 
15 years ago. Only 15 years ago? Yeah. 2008 only, yeah? Uh, something like that. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Property, yeah. My family really own oh, yeah, sting so house. There's no need do. for me to actually buy one. Yeah. Actually, I buy not so much for my own stay. I buy with a view of the inherent commercial value. And actually, the capital position, I noticed that it has really increased, I would say, more than 100% over mm. the last, you know, 15 years. Yeah. Even for the land bag that we buy now, it has actually increased tremendously. But if given the nature of the property industry now, would you buy land now and hold it for the next 10 years? The increase in the inflation or whatever capitalization is much lower than what we have experienced for the past decade. Mm. Probably because I think the population has kind of the growth rate that's yeah. so dwindled and things like that. Then uh, a lot of uh, people like us in our age group, our children are either not with us mm. in the retirement yeah, yeah, yeah. our age, they will be in overseas or mm. other states you know, to earn a living because uh, job opportunities over in Perak is slightly lesser than in the bigger towns that get to yes, earn yeah. a lot. So, but it's more for buying properties where they have an emotional attachment for mm. parents or whatsoever for a better quality of life. But one thing good about Ipoh, apart from, you know, affordable housing, you're talking about education. We have very good, uh, yes. uh, yeah, childcare, from childcare we start, because nowadays most parents are working, so they need to drop their children to a childcare centre. It's very near to their houses, she said. Uh, and then in terms of uh, from primary, secondary, you have a lot of uh, options as well, apart from government schools, you can still go to a private school, like international private school. And now with the new township in Sri Botani, they have their own uh, so-called international yes, yep, as yep. well, right? So I think Ipoh has got a lot more to offer compared to decades ago. You can actually see the uh, development in Ipoh. Right now, Ipoh city centre, right? You're talking about semi-ni houses, which has escalated from those days a few hundred thousand to now about 1.5 million. Yeah. So there's a new launch upcoming, which is by Markop uh, Sanjay mm. Mahat, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of Oriental Global Holdings, the JV with the state government. Then the first phase of semi-ni for the eight units all sold out, mm. which is not even launched yet now. The yeah. registration is already like, you know, more than few weeks behind because uh, some of our friends wanted to book a unit. Mm. They say, sorry, you got to wait, you mean? Yeah. So, prices and people actually catch up a lot in certain localities. So, it has to be location-based. Mm. Yeah, it's all location. Mm. location. But at the same time, yeah. But you still have a lot of uh, affordable homes. Uh, actually, yeah, yeah. actually, my take is, is very simple. Is, um, you can't afford a higher, you buy. There's uh, a lot of choice. The choice. choice. Then you upgrade. Yes. You said your question is first house. Yeah, because I buy the first house, I cannot afford that. Yep. Yeah. So, but I sold the house, I upgraded and upgraded. Yep. You know, so as you see prices, do you wait for another 10 years, price will not come down. Mm. You will be still going up. Yeah. So you you buy, it's like an investment. Mm. And then... Uh, against inflation. Against inflation. So later on, you sell, you maybe upgrade. You know. yep. Yep. So that is uh, why we are saying that uh, if you think that the house you like and is affordable, buy Don't wait. Mm. You know, bank interests are still very affordable now. Yep. Yeah. Malaysia's interest yes. is like, you know. I'm, I'm dipping myself in the UK market a lot. Oh. So, but it's, the interest rate is like 9%. Yeah. Ours is like 4%, 3.8% and we complete. You're buying right, from, right. you're buying from the Malaysian developers or you're buying from the UK developers? UK, UK, UK. UK. Because Malaysian, uh, we I have know, got quite know. a few uh, there. We yeah, were there. They were quite pissed off. <laughs> so I didn't go and oh, check oh, out so their plan. No, no, no. I go there for study, study oh, trip. Okay. Then, then I had audiences from Cambridge that we, so I had a gathering there. Then a lot of people came. 
Then they were sharing me about their school fees. Yeah. Yes. Like, Going up a lot, no school fees. No, so if like, like now my kid is two, ma, so imagine 20 years from now, yeah. he goes to Cambridge, right? Yeah. How? So like my goal is to go for 25 properties, right? Wow. I need to sell like one third of it just to send him to school. Wow. I scared. So, so I'm, I'm dipping myself. But then after that, right? And what you said just now, I'm now hoping that my mom don't see this episode. <laughs> hey, that the lady said Ipo Land can buy. <laughs> yeah, you better buy some <laughs> we go and buy. Uh, but but jokes aside, but I think it's a very refreshing outlook to the channel altogether because Pera we didn't cover a lot because it has always not been as true action based, right? Like we, I go JV a lot, I go Penang a lot because it's it keeps new new true true. But then Ipo Land. Like, I know what you there because the uh, one time I participate in the Star Magazine, the property exhibition in the uh, help in I think it was PKLCC or one of the place in yeah. KL. I was hoping to tap the uh, people who are working in KL, but they by their hometown from Ipoh. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's different. Those who walk past our booth, they're all very interested in the project. So we have the pricing and what you're getting, the value for money. Yeah. But when they hear Ipoh, uh, so laid back, I don't want to die there. Yeah, yeah. You know that kind of feeling that we say, oh, then we come to the conclusion that only people have emotional attachment back to people, they will buy their yep. houses there. Yes, yep, yep. We really find it very difficult to attract people from other states to come mm. in Ipoh to stay. Unless it doesn't make sense. Mm. Unless your parents and your. Yeah. Especially yeah. your parents are there. Yeah. But then. So if come back to your question, your yeah. mom will see you go buy a property. Yeah, you, you don't take tar- <laughs> You don't eat tao liu for breakfast or <laughs> something. Yeah, I well, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I hope uh, in time to come with the state government policy, actually, Para can be opened up more for like, a, you know, apart from tourism, which we are already uh, there, but uh, maybe retirement home wellness centre, things mm, like that. You know, a lot. Uh, a lot of potential in terms of hospitality industry, F&B. Now you can see uh, almost the whole of Ipo Town sprouting up a lot of new F&B. F&B. You know, mm. cafes, things like that. Yeah, and... People like to, you know, uh, take uh, whatever from public transport, say you landed up at the railway station. It's just walkable within the, uh, yeah. from old town to new town. You get to enjoy a lot of uh, whatever people has got to offer, like in terms mm-hmm. of food and uh, old buildings and things like that. Somehow the nostalgic feeling of the old Ipo, the history behind it, mm-hmm. you know, is there. So people still do come up Ipo. I always uh, dream of people become one day like Rome, you know, you can actually walkable, yes. You have all these like a uh, antique or Asian building, you, yeah, know, oh, you oh, restore yeah. from that perspective, and also still within walkability, you get to enjoy and take photograph. Do you know why laying in the mirror there is the most photographed photo in the whole world? I read somewhere in the Facebook. Mm. I was surprised. Every time you go there, you can't even really pass through. Everybody will taking picture of the mm. mirror. That's it. I, I something I don't know why so special like. yeah. For your information, Pera was supposed to be the capital of Malaysia. But but yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> like the origins of Pera came from a fish. Oh. That's interesting. The silver fish. No wonder we are called the silver state. <laughs> I thought it's up I thought it's mine. Mine. Yeah. Oh, no. Like oh, no. Silver <laughs> fish. I, and also like that's why you see all the car plates in uh, oh. Pera all starts from A. a. Yeah. That's why I say when we start from A. Or you guys I like that, no? to be the first. first uh, Until like one one guy messed up right in history, right? Uh, then we move to KL. Yeah, it's yeah, not the, the word Kwanunupo. You know, if you know Bahasa, that's yeah. what it means. <laughs> but, uh, but that's why if you look into like typing 
Yeah. I, I study this, right? So like town planning wise, the grid format. The grid, yeah. Yeah, so it was very efficient. It was, like if you look into typing map, the city is a yeah. grid, right? Okay. Then if you look into Ipo, the infrastructure level compared to the housing, the roads are more well built than the housing. But in KL, it's the other way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, like, all this kind of thing, like, I study this for fun. So, I really like all this thing. Well, we can go all day. But anyway, uh, I think if you guys are interested, we can always uh, click the link down below, go and check it out, right? And thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I'm so glad to see somebody from Ipo as well. For better now, we see. So, uh, I think that's all. Uh, see you guys on the next one. Ciao. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.